thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. This episode is brought to you by my free Facebook mentoring group, Healthy Lifestyle Choices. Just type Healthy Lifestyle Choices into the Facebook search to request access. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And this week in wellness, a study in the New England Journal of Medicine has shown that working long hours as a first-year medical resident leads to depression, with those working 90 hours a week reporting three times the rate of depression as those working 45 hours. In fact, when the researchers considered all of the possible stresses affecting these physicians, the hours worked were considered to be the greatest. Not only were three times more of the hardest workers depressed, a higher proportion of them were in the moderate to severe depression category, high enough to require treatment. The researchers from the University of Michigan looked at 11 years' worth of data, including 17,000 first-year medical residents. Whilst interns in the study reported a wide range of previous week work hours, the most common work hour levels were between 65 and 80 hours a week. The Accreditation Council for Graduate Medical Education currently sets an 80-hour limit on residents' work weeks. However, this can be averaged over four weeks, and there are possible exemptions, meaning many of them go over that limit. Amy Bonet, PhD, the study's senior author, said that this analysis suggests strongly that reducing the average number of work hours would make a difference in the degree to which interns' depressive symptoms increased over time and reduced the number who developed diagnosable depression. The key is to have people work fewer hours. You can more effectively deal with the stresses and frustrations of your job when you have more time to recover. Yu Fang, the study's lead author, said, We would expect that the negative effect of long work hours on physicians' mental health would be present in other professions. As always, the links are in the show notes. And my opinion is that, first of all, it's good that these lifestyle factors are being addressed. You know, I think there are so many of these factors that we can consider when we look at our workplaces and things that can be changed and improved, quite frankly, just to do it better. I mean, really, why is anyone working 90 hours a week? And how is it safe? You know, would you want to be a doctor working 90 hours a week? How is that going to be good for your health? How is that going to put you in the best possible position to deal with someone else's health? You know, how are you going to be a good example of good health when you're working 90 hours a week? You know, how much time does that leave for you to get enough sleep, to get enough exercise, to get enough rest and recovery time, to have a social life, to have a normal life, you know, it's hardly surprising that this is having dire negative consequences. And in this study, obviously, we're looking at the consequences in terms of depression, but I wouldn't be surprised if there are severe consequences in terms of other aspects of health as well. And of course, you know, I understand that these people, these residents are most likely working under supervision. Uh, In other words, you know, they're not the final decision makers for most of their patients. However, I still think it's a risk to have someone in any way involved in decision-making in a health setting who's working 90 hours a week, who has that level of fatigue, um, and obviously in this case, that level of depression as well. You know, Not saying that you can't work if you're depressed, but, but obviously that needs to be managed and, and carefully monitored to make sure that people are getting the best possible level of care that they can. And you know, the question then becomes, is this just happening in medical residency? You know, what about the other doctors? What about the regular doctors who have are, my, are the final decision makers? You know, are they working 90 hours a week? How many hours are they working? And how is that affecting their mental health? And how is that affecting their decision making? How is that affecting their overall health and their ability to be an example of good health to their patients? And is it the job? You know, is it the fact that these people are dealing with so many sick people that their job is all around helping 
sick people try and survive and to get back on track, you know, rather than perhaps some more health-promoting activities that might have more positive outcomes and consequences? Is it, the, is it a fact of the job? Do we need to find a way to better balance the, the work that these residents and these doctors are doing? You know, I think health is the new wealth. You know, I think more and more in our jobs and in our occupations, we're going to see people demanding better. You know, rather than arguing for pay rises, I think what we're going to see is people arguing for better work conditions, for better hours, for more flexibility, you know, for more ability to maintain their health and well-being whilst they're at work, you know, whether that's exercises or other, you know, healthy food availability, you know, other well-being activities, breaks, rests, you know, ability to work on their mental health while they're at work. You know, I think these are the things people that are going to be sought after in jobs over the next decade and, and quite possibly a lot longer than that, as opposed to just a pay packet. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.